Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. Can you imagine if I would have seen a dead body? Oh, I was a dead body, but like I would love to see a dead body. Like a, I would love to discover one. Discover I don't know one. if I would actually, but I kind of think I do. I kind of think I do too, but I'd be like, oh, I didn't do it. I would think right away that because if you're the one, first one to and call, and then you got to call nine one one, they're gonna think it's. I'd be like, oh hell, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. I was never here, and then I'm caught on camera, and they're fleeing. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a whole thing. That would be that would be you. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh, it's my I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> no call. Not, 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 not. I just rubbed all over it a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, y'all. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. It is Thursday. And we're thirsty. It is bloody happy hour. And we're going to be playing a drinking game at happy hour today. We haven't done that in so long. Yes. I hope we remember to play. We probably won't. (laughs) Let me make a note. Um, I love a note and I love a list. Drinking game. (laughs) I'm about to make you close your laptop so you won't even see it. Um, Okay. So, quick little DC update. Oh. DC. Oh, Dirty Chad. Dirty Chad. Wow. We, we, I, are we going by initials now? DC? We are. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder why. I, here he's got a new alias. Wow. It's Is it like he's going by his initials now and not his name? Yeah, it's it's weird. Wow. Um, hmm. So That's he's recreated himself. And I ran into an ex, another ex of his. An ex that we warned mm. about him. Yeah. Little after y'all's divorce, <laughs> and um, you know he was still up to the same old tricks. Did he steal her car? Uh, <laughs> Did he go buy drugs? Mm-hmm, and a whole lot. Wow, a whole lot. Was he high Showed around her family? Real high. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> dirty Chad, way to just. We're be so you proud of you all the time. We're so proud of way you. Way to be you, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, at least you're consistent. It, yeah, and you're loyal to yourself. Yeah, I mean, for you to change your name. <laughs> You're you're really you've really stepped up your game, y'all. New listeners, if you don't know Dirty Chad, 
Go back and listen to the other episodes. <laughs> Just go listen it's to so every much. single episode and get the tidbits that we share. And then stay tuned for an upcoming series for Dirty Chat. Ooh. We're going to give you all the deets at once. Then what are we going to talk about? I don't know. I'm going to have to go Just sign. I'm going to have to go date somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if y'all have any guy or girl, but probably guy. I did. <laughs> Not a girl till June. Oh, um, yeah. Let's wait a couple months. June's Pride Month, so... That's I did we'll read or hear or something somewhere. It was maybe like something was wrong that the uh, percentage of you finding another dirty chat is very, very, very slim. Oh, so I figured it would be to. very high. You won't That's get two in a life. Time. Okay, well. That doesn't mean 100%. No, I, trust I feel your like next I, person. Do, <laughs> I do recognize red flags. Mm hmm. Um,. So you've grown. So that's good. I've yeah. grown. Yeah. I've really grown and I've matured. <laughs> I've blossomed. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. Can we go to Florida today? But we got to go to Louisiana before we go to Florida. I love it. I love a trip. Both I love of a vacation. Them? Okay. And I don't really, I guess I don't really want to go to Louisiana, but I'll go there with you. Okay. okay. I love Louisiana, actually. I know. So have you ever seen. And, bitch, if you have not seen this movie, I don't know what my reaction is going to oh be. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to probably not have seen it. Have you seen the 90s slasher movie Scream? Oh, hell yes. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Do you With, remember What's her name? Uh, Drew? No. Drew Barrymore's in it? Oh, gosh. Don't even get me started on Drew Barrymore after this week. Li- uh, her name is Sydney. Yeah, Sydney Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. Okay. Do you know I'm that... I'm just going to look up her name. There's a new one on there. A new Scream? A new Scream that just came out like last week. I don't, I don't even want to know about that. Okay. You can't recreate Scream. So it is not recreated. Okay. Not really. So they had one about a year ago come out or two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. It was very good because it tied into all the old stories. Oh, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell, yeah. It tied into the first three screams, or at least the first one, really. And they brought back Gail Weathers and (gasps) Dewey and Sidney Prescott. So it was was good. Yeah, she was Gail Weathers. (gasps) Yes. So that one was good. So I haven't seen this one yet, but I'm excited to see it. So when I saw that, I got excited. And so I was like, you know what? Scream is actually inspired by a true story. Yes. I am dead. I've just died. I just died because I know exactly the story. I was wanting to do it too, especially with the Koberger stuff. Ah! You already made the connection. I was like, if this bitch don't make the connections. I didn't know if it even came out. Yes, Dennis Nielsen and the... Was it Dennis Nielsen? No, he's the... No, what's this guy's name? Rodney, a uh, rolling. Danny Daniel rolling. Rolling. Uh, yeah. It. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, I did not know. Uh, if you're about not awake, him. you're awake now. Because <laughs> we just scared you away. I was writing this, and I was like, "She's not going to make the connections, and she's oh, she's not going to see the movie, and it's going to take away the Do whole." You think I'm living intensity. under a damn rock? Every I time mean, I sometimes. ask, "Have you seen this?" You're like, "No, never heard of it." Have you heard? I mean, this is scream. Or 
Yeah, but the other one, well, you did see Eight Mile, but you're like, I don't remember anything in Eight Mile. No, I don't. I mean, I remember it was like they rapped and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bring back your memory for Scream listeners, and I hope it was one of your favorites like it is. Wait, do we mine. have, do we tell the drinking game? The drinking game is going to start off, we're going to drink for every red flag that oh. we hear in Danny's okay. childhood. Okay. Okay. This is perfect um, for me. Then we're going to drink for every connection to another serial killer, like commonality. Oh, yes. Okay. So it's going to require you to critically think. Oh, hell. Okay. And I think you're probably going to make connections that I haven't yet, but let's... Let's talk about the Gainesville Ripper. Also known as the person who inspired Scream. And if you look, his name is Danny Rawlings. And if you look at a picture of him, he's got like a little droopy ghost face. Yes. Yes. Like the Scream mask. Yes. Yes. So he inspired that horrible mask. Okay. Danny Rowling was rolling, it's rolling, born in 1954 in Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Daddy was a cop. Of course. And mama was just a regular mama, but he wasn't a great cop. He was one of those crooked and abusive cops. Oh. A lot of cops are. God, there's so many bad cops. So dad was very verbally and physically abusive. Drink. Oh, red flag. Danny was beat bad for the first time in his Drink. life at one years old. This you think what? that could have caused a head trauma? There's a lot of head trauma in serial killers, too. Absolutely. Now, um, he was also reminded daily of what a mistake he was. Oh, gosh. How he'll never amount to anything. <clears throat> um, and then another sibling was born, and he got beat even more after the other sibling was born. It's like, Dad was pissed that he had two kids, but I'm just going to beat this one. Um, his mom, he watched his mom get beat on a daily basis. And every once in a while, him and his mom and his brother, they would flee, and they would leave the house and leave Dad. And they would go camping. They had a tent. And they would go camp out, like, in different parks or the forest. And Danny, this was kind of, like, the best time in Danny's life because it wasn't stressful. And mm-hmm. mom would kind of make it fun. Like, one time they left at Christmas time, and they brought the Christmas tree and the Christmas decorations, and they had that out at their campsite. Mm-hmm. Um, at five years old, Danny's dad decided to be nice one day and brought a dog, brought home oh. a dog. Oh, God. Trigger. I There's a lot of triggers in drink. here. I'm just drinking because I know what's about to happen. But he would beat the shit out of this dog like he did everybody else in his family. And Danny tried to comfort the dog, and the dog died in his hands. He watched Mm. the life go out of his body. And now a word from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. <laughs> 
Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By, By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. podcast. We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. And, you know, at an early age, like Danny would leave the house a lot because he wanted to get out of the house and he started peeping in windows. And he would peep in their living room windows and kitchen windows and dining room because he just wanted a normal family. He would look at families sitting at day at the table, eating dinner, watching TV, and he's just like, why can't I have this? I want this so bad. Why didn't I get this? At 11 years old, he was pretty smart, and he could sing pretty good, and he taught himself to play the guitar. And so music was his way to escape his shitty life a lot of times. He would sing he would write songs and then at 11 years old also his mother attempted suicide oh no and was committed to a mental hospital red flag red flag this uh also reminds me of that story you did with that guy that was on that show he was like a good looking guy and he murdered people like just shot dead okay on what show okay he mur- you just said, and he murdered people. <laughs> well, he like a good. He murdered the. Oh, Levi. Yes, Levi. Yeah, Levi King. His okay, I got you. childhood. This that it's sounds. Like this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's good one- job. Connection. Drake. Connection. Oh my gosh, I just didn't remember saying. I didn't even think of that connection really. Okay, so mom was in and out of the mental hospital, so she wasn't even there to even. She couldn't really help him save him from his dad, but she was never even there to even come comfort him afterwards Mm -mm. and if she was she was very distant at home because she was so depressed now he started at 13 he was still peeping in windows but it was no longer the kitchen he didn't give a shit about that anymore his bedroom straight to the bedroom and the bathroom windows and he was watching the young girls and the first time he saw a naked girl he creamed all over himself in his pants oh no (laughs) no 
Um, and his the girl's dad caught him, whooped his ass, and he went to juvenile. So oh. juvenile at a young age around those kids, I feel like is a red flag. Oh, absolutely. You guys, I hope you're drinking out there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. By 15 years of age, he attempted suicide. He was in his bathroom. He grabbed his mom's lipstick, wrote on the bathroom mirror, I cannot take it anymore, and he slit his wrist. Oh, gosh. I think he slit his wrist. I think that's how mom did it, too. Um, But obviously, he didn't die. So instead of killing himself, he started drinking himself to death daily just to get by. Oh. So... That reminded me of Dahmer because Dahmer started oh, drinking yes. heavily. Yep, he connection. Very drunk at a young age, um, and then now when his dad was trying to beat him, he would fight back. So then he would get put in juvenile. It's like why didn't the dad ever get arrested? But he's a cop. Oh, I feel like sometimes a cop as a dad is a red flag. <laughs> I, I do agree. Now, and then he dropped out of high school. And what do all good serial killers do after high school, whether they graduate or Oh, they go to the damn military. They go to the military, and of course, that's where he goes. (laughs) And he thrived. Of course. For like four minutes. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Four minutes. And, but his drinking and his now drug use took over. He was evaluated by a doctor, diagnosed with border personnel. Oh, borderline personality. Borderline personality. BPD. Disorder. And eventually was discharged after one year. I can't. Is that connection dirty, Chad? I think so. Take a drink. He had to return home to Shreveport back with his shithole daddy. Oh, my God. But, you know, he was like, I, I want to do better. I want to do better. I'm going to start going to church. And he went to some weird church that, by the name of this church, I would not have stepped foot in. I should have wrote the name down, but. Was it Mary Cosby's church? <laughs> no. Who's <laughs> Mary Cosby? Well, Salt Lake City Housewives. Oh. <laughs> she, she's making a return to that Jen Shaw's in jail. It was, it was probably similar. But at this church, he met a young, petite, brunette girl named O'Mather. I don't know. Okay. I feel like that was somebody's last name. I feel like that's a red flag. Heather, <laughs> <laughs> drink. Now, I said young, petite brunette because we will find out that will be his type. Oh, no. They <laughs> fell in love. They got married. And they had a kid all in one year. Red flag. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now, he was a shitty husband. He continued his dad's abuse. He drank every day. He could not keep a job. And wife finally left him after three years, mm-hmm. which she was better than his mom because his mom did not leave the dad until he was way an adult. So he got a divorce. And um, it's 1977. And he's real pissed. And he felt rejected. And he hated her for this. Plus, he had to move back home with shitty dad again. Oh, my gosh. Um, He was working at a bakery at this time, and he just felt like a failure. And this kind of reminded me of Zach and Addy, because remember, he was counting his failures in life. And so he got a stole his dad's gun, and he started robbing grocery stores for cash. In Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, he would randomly take a train or drive and rob these grocery stores. 
and he was also a drifter during this time. Oh, so he was like, like, do you remember the the serial killer? We haven't talked about him. That was the drifter. They're a team. I think they screwed each other too. The confession killer. The confession killer. Um, Henry, Henry Lee, Lee Lucas. and Otis Tool. Otis Tool. <laughs> they confessed all these. Oh yeah, did that. Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> bring me another strawberry milkshake, and I will confess yeah. to your killings too. What was what was it that you said I did? Oh yeah, that's I yeah, did that. I did, I did, I did. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did it all. Way to go, Waco. <laughs> Waco police. <laughs> It was police from all over the world. I don't know. He was in Waco for a little bit of time, but I don't know. It was during all the confessions. Yeah. I don't know. We need to do him at some yeah. point. He's so confusing, though. This is very confusing. Um, now, <clears throat> he did a total of eight years for all this robbery. He got caught. Oh, he got caught. Yeah. Okay. He did eight years. And so by the time he got out, he's 35 years old, and he was like, damn, I am worthless. I ain't done shit with my life. I no. just drink it away. Yeah. He, he did, probably wants to go back to jail. Yeah. Um. So he actually starts doing back. stuff okay. to go back to jail. He got a job at a local ponchos, and he was making some money and kind of felt a little good about himself. Um, but he got fired. And when he got fired, that was like the last straw. He, oh, he was like raged on his manager, but left. When he left, he was walking around a strip mall, and he sees a 20-year-old petite Brown Burnett named Julie Grissom. She was working at Dillard's. He followed her back to her house and stopped in the windows like he used to when he was young. And she saw that he had, she had a great family. And so this made him pissed because he was like, I deserve that. And I did not get that. So she don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Deserve it. I'm a destroy it. And he did. He breaks into the back door. He rape, he ties her up, puts, Tape over her mouth, mm-hmm. ties her up, cuts off her clothes, rapes her, and kills her. He turns her over and stabs her in the back. That's how he kills. Oh, no. Rub, turns them on their belly. He kills her dad, Tom Grissom, and he kills her eight-year-old nephew, Sean. <gasps> I know. They were all stabbed to death. Now... When her body was found, she was posed in a sexually explicit position, like basically mm. like spread eagle, um, and her hair was fanned out across the bed, like out above like her head, and she had bite marks all over her body. God. Connection, you- connection to who? Bite marks, bite marks, bite marks, dead Bundy. Oh, he had bite marks? Remember that's how they, or was it David Wade Smith? Yeah, Deb, uh, Ted Bundy. That's how they connected him with the teeth. Oh, the or the, um, the bad science. Dental the bad, impressions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dentologist. Dentologist. Yep. 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 I know. I don't know how this happened. Oh. Okay. He leaves that crime scene and he's feeling like a great person. Like he feels that, powerful. I feel like that escalated quickly. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I mean, you got you fired from, from a nacho, like, from a poncho. Like, that's the worst. Well, go kill the poncho, the nacho guy. Yeah. And, and your dad. And your dad. Like, don't take it out of this family. Thank you. Because when you just hear the childhood, it's like, oh, he's going to kill men? Like, that's who you should be pissed at, right? Yes. But he, 
as you will see, focuses his anger on women. Okay. So confusing. So when he leaves there, he goes and he goes to his dad's house and picks a fight with his dad, grabs <coughs> that gun, and shoots his dad in the face and in the stomach. And he leaves town. Dad does not die. This is <gasps> May of 1990. Dad does not die, but he lost an eye and an ear. <laughs> Which that's what he gets. That's, that's what all. you deserve. That's to what he live gets. With, you created with a, a serial killer. Half blind and half deaf. Deaf. Yes. Good. Now, in Good riddance. His robberies. One of his most recent robberies. He obtained some information from one of the guys that he robbed. And so he decides to start a new identity, Dirty Chad. Wow. And he's also using an initial. His new name is Michael J. Kennedy. Wow. Michael J. Kennedy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Kennedy Jr. Okay. That's interesting. That's quite a name. So it's very strong. Like, it seems like like an important name. Yeah. So he picked a good name. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves Shreveport, and he is going to Florida. It is July of 1990. Wow. Florida man. He is now Michael J and he's going to be in Florida and he's going to start a new life. The bus stops in Sarasota mm-hmm. and he stops at an army Navy surplus store and buys a knife. Do you know what kind of knife he buys? Oh, what kind is it? A um, military grade style knife? K bar. Is it a K bar knife? Who used a K bar knife recently? Brian Koberger. Koberger. By the way, I must be so late because I was so enlightened by <laughs> this case and the connections to Brian Koberger. Duh. I, I don't know I've how I made, missed it. I don't either. I made that connection. I, but I didn't know because this case. I was I was looking into other cases that were similar to it because I wanted to talk about it to see like how they did their like how they got started or what their reasoning yeah, was yeah. just to see if it made any sense with that guy. Nope. But I, I did look up flight prices for the preliminary hearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine hundred dollars. So Damn, because everybody's starting going. A only femurs <laughs> or maybe a only like only femurs? only arms, only legs, like only fans, but just oh. showing body parts. <laughs> got it. Got it, got it. Maybe elbows. Yeah. People have elbow fetishes. Well, because, you know, people have feet fetish, so they do, like, only. Mm. I don't need to show my feet. Oh, I would show my feet if people would pay me for it. But okay. I think we'll start that. So, anyway. So, continue. you know, he's going to Florida with a plan, Caroline. He knew he was going to kill, and he knew the type of person he was going to kill, and all he had to do was find him, and he did, because he went to a Gainesville Walmart. He was buying his... Supplies for his campsite because he's a drifter. Mm-hmm. He buys a tent and he buys like stuff to cook on and blankets and a little blow up bed. And when he's there and he's also buying um, supplies to murder. kill and murder. Murder kits. He buys a screwdriver. He buys gloves. Oh and he buys gosh. duct tape. While he's at Walmart, he sees 18-year-old Sonia Larson and 17-year-old Christina Powell. Oh, sounds like names who people who get murdered. Oh, it's their freshman year at oh. the University of Florida. That's Terrible. the Gators where they do the arm clap like this, like the Gator oh, mouth. Oh, okay. Um, 
They were buying stuff for oh, their no. brand new apartment. They were brand new roommates. Were just starting. Lit. It was they. It was August twenty fourth. Like they were just school moved. They started. had just moved in. Yeah. Yep. That day probably the school probably started the next day. Now, he follows them back to their brand new apartment. They're so excited about. It's August twenty fourth. He camps out there basically and watches them throughout the night. When he's ready, he gets dressed in all black. Oh, kind of like the scream costume. He is got his screwdriver, his K bar knife. He's got on a mask. He's got on black gloves, black hoodie, black pants. And I was like, "Isn't this what Brian BK? What they think he BK wore?" Yeah, he was in all black, all black, and he had a mask on. He uses his screwdriver to pop open the sliding door in the house. Sliding doors were the consistent on every one of these murders. If you have a sliding door. They had a sliding door in Moscow at the Idaho house. Listen, I cannot wait for the trial preliminary to get exact information on how the bodies were. And, like, what he did, because I feel like he was emulating this guy more than any other guy. And they are not, they've never, they, everybody's focused on BTK, BTK, BTK. No. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, let's go. So, he walks into the apartment. Christina Powell is sleeping on the couch. He bypasses Christina Powell, goes upstairs to Sonia Larson, He grabs her, tapes her mouth, binds her hands with his tape behind her back. He rips off the clothes with his K-bar knife. He rapes her. He chops off her nipples. Her breasts were mutilated. And then he stabs her repeatedly. Then he goes right back downstairs to Christina and does... The same thing to her. Same nipples, same breath, everything, everything's the same. And he washes them both. Well, he goes back up there and he rapes Christina again. And this is like unknown, like if she's dead yet or not dead. Like they never said he was a necrophile. They said paraphilia. So I don't know if she was dead when he raped her the second time or if she was slowly dying He washes their bodies off with detergents and poses their body, spread eagle, wide open. He ate an apple. (gasps) That's what the psychic said about Brian Coburn. (laughs) Remember? (laughs) No. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. That's probably where she got it. But you know who did too is Richard Ramirez. (gasps) And I believe Gold. And I know the railroad killer ate. I feel like the Golden State Killer did, too. Well, he, like, went through their refrigerators and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was just, like, chilling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. think. Okay. Joseph De- De- Angelo or whatever his name is. D'Angelo, yeah. yeah. Poses them, eats an apple, and then leaves. Why are you going to just eat an apple? Did he leave it there? That's that's wild. This is also, what is what did I say this was? Sev- this is 90. Wait, yeah, this is 90. So they had... Some type of little bit of DNA. 
Now, I heard one podcast that there was jizz in paper towels around the house, like in the kitchen. I don't understand how there is no sexual stuff that happened with Coburger. I Or have they really said that or are they saving it? Well, I, you, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they say that there was no, um, according to the bodies, that there was no, like they didn't think there signs was any of signs sexual of assault. sexual assault. Oh. Yes. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't sexually motivated, yeah, meaning yeah. he could have, like, jacked off, like, after he did it mm-hmm. to them or, like, it didn't say, like, they could have they could have found semen at the scene that they're, they don't have to, I don't know. They, don't, yeah. they didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. Or BTK, well, no, I think BTK <coughs> jacked off. Somebody just would cream all over themselves in their pants just by the act of doing it. Yes. So that's probably BK. Yes. He's probably a one-minute man anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a third roommate named Elsa. <gasps> she, she wasn't there. She wasn't. No. She was recording Frozen. She was recording Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa was not there. She was one of the, her and the landlord discovered the bodies the next day. So, isn't that a connection? And they were posed. And they were posed. Yeah, they were posed, spread eagle out just like. And they showed The roommate up. finding Roommate. Dead roommate. Connect, connection. connect, connect. Connect, connect. connect now, now, it wasn't even a day later. It's August 25th. He breaks into another college student's house. He was on a major high. Yes. 18-year-old Krista Hoyt. Oh, no. She was a part-time clerk at a local sheriff's office. She had just graduated community college and got accepted into the University of Florida. He breaks in her house through the sliding door with his screwdriver and waits for her to come home. I cannot. Like, waits in the closet for hours? Who would did that? Who else did that? I can't remember who else did that. BT? BTK? I think so. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He did. He um, bum rushes her, choke, gives her a cho- with a chokehold, does same thing with her, Covers her mouth, binds her rip, her ribs, binds her wrists, cuts her nipples, rapes her, turns her over, stabs her. He cuts her shirt off. He does all the thing. He claims her, um, and but he doesn't take her nipples. Oh, now get ready for this one because this crime scene is a little bit different. Oh, he's done. He rapes her. He's getting ready to go. He goes back to his camp campsite okay okay and then realizes that he doesn't have his wallet and he thinks he left his wallet at the apartment so he goes back who else did coburger i was like coburger left the knife sheath and he realized he left the knife sheath so he had to go back and he had his phone back on and he had so many had this Rushing. rush of energy. Yeah, didn't know what to do, so he wanted to go back to get the knife sheath, and then it was too late because there's somebody else was there. Then he drove away. Well, nobody was there. He goes back. He goes in and he looks at this crime scene and he was like, "Eh, I could do better." And he continues. He cuts off her head. I thought so. He, what's it called? C- guts her like scream like a fish. Like a fish. Cuts her from sternum to growing, which is quote unquote how Stewie, Stewie, Schumacher, whatever is her last business, Matthew Lillard was the killer on Scream. Oh, oh, the okay. goofy guy. 
quote literally when Drew Barrymore was Casey Becker on the movie was found dead. She was cut open and her innards were outards. All her stuff was hanging out. Remember she was hanging in a tree. So (gasps) he did that to her after the fact and then um, propped her up like she's sitting on the edge of her bed. She was spread open too. Her nipples were laying beside her. Um, he goes and gets a shelf from another room and puts the shelf up in front of her and places her head on the shelf facing her own body, like her head is staring at her dead body. I mean, the the level of depravity at <sighs> this point is how. Uh, the police officers, you know, they don't. They, they don't throw no up. Idea. They don't throw it up. Um, but that is interesting. I do wonder if what the scene was like with Coburn. I know. I, 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 know. I don't see how he didn't have them posed or something. Because you, that's like your work of art. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Well. Oh my gosh. That's it is your work wild. of art. He cannot. I know he cannot wait for that to get out. Like when oh, people yeah. find out what he really did. Yes. So um, this he doesn't stop there. He grabs oh, the mirrors in the house. What is there to do? Grabs oh all gosh. the mirrors in the house, and he breaks them, and he places That's them. That's bad luck. Stands them, stands <laughs> them up. Oh, he's had them. He's had <laughs> bad luck of his whole life. Did he break a mirror at birth? Stands them up around her body so that when she is discovered, it's like the house of mirrors where you just got like a ton of images of her dead body. It like intensified the vision of the crime scene. This is so wild. Like who? This is why we are so intrigued with true crime. I know. I know. Because this is, you can't believe it. Yeah. But it happened. I w- should have been a police officer <laughs> just so I could actually see these things, even though I probably don't want to, but I kind of do want, want to. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is I don't know. So freaking strange. I don't know weird. what I want. I don't know I what know. I want. I do. I'm like, I just want to see one and then that's it. Yeah. But that's so weird. But can you imagine like the the time he took to put her, like she was standing up when they, f- like not standing up, but still sitting up. Her body was on the edge of her bed. When police found her. How do you make it do that? I don't know. I think he probably did something to the spine. So she's kind of slumped over, you know, and then maybe that balances you. Then you don't have a head. So that doesn't offset you. Your head is what makes you. So I didn't say this, but I think it was Krista looked like she was sitting up and she had fell back. Oh. So that's why he cut off the head because the head. Made. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he perfected from the last crime scene to this so crime scene. So you're walking into this crime scene and you have a to- sitting up torso. Torso. And then with the open head spread out legs. At the other other side staring. At, uh, staring. I can't. Gruesome. Mm. Also, her breasts were cut off and wrapped up like in paper towels or Something saran wrap, like it was a to go food. Like he was gonna take, he was gonna take it with him, but they think he probably f- just forgot about it. Oh my god! And this was all just because he needed to go back to get his wallet. Did he even get his wallet? He probably still left it there. 
He didn't even leave his wallet, I don't think. Oh, he was just He just it? thought he did. He thought oh. he did. He couldn't find it. And he was like, what if I left it there? So it's and the first place you're going to go check. so excited. He's like, and oh, he I, like, do uh, I need to do better. Yeah. <gasps> now, he later says that Krista Hoyt looked the most like his ex-wife. So that's why she got this extra attention. Oh. Yeah. Blech. Now, the police can't even finish the other crime scene uh-uh. before they... Because they get a call <gasps> about this one. She worked for the sheriff's office, remember? Uh. And she is always on time. She never misses work. Oh, shit. She um, didn't show up to work. So they are like, something's up. So they go and check on her, and this is what it is. Oh, no. Police knew know that these murders are related, obviously. Mm. The victims yeah. look the same. Uh, body parts were removed from the crime scene. It was the same staging. And so they were like, co-eds are being targeted again. Uh-huh. They're panicking from, guess who else did something similar in Florida? Uh, Well, Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, Ted Bundy. PTSD from Ted Bundy. This was, like Moscow was, a very safe town. Like, Gainesville was, like, number two on the list to go live there because it was safe. Oh, hell. Um, It was a safe college town, but overnight people were scared and they were panicking. Oh, Students yeah. left. Yes, they should have. Um, they, they got did. their money back. They went home. Parents were like, nope, you're not going home. You're actually going to be homeschooled after this. <laughs> um, dorms were opening up their lobbies and letting people who lived off campus come and stay there. They brought like extra bedding and extra oh mattresses. Gosh. There was 24 hour security at all the women's sorority houses because they were like, if somebody's trying to be a copycat like Ted Bundy, he's probably going to go to a sorority house. You know what? I want I want a female serial killer. Well, I guess we had Eileen Warnos, but we need another one. Oh, okay. If but you're on the verge out there, just yeah. go ahead and do it. Go ahead yeah, and do it and just, just, you know. When you confess, you can also b- say Caroline motivated you to do it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that'd be great. Put Bloody tell Happy Hour on the map. Tell them to listen to Bloody Happy tell Hour podcast. Go, I, le- I went over Bloody Happy Hour podcast and then <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will come and testify at your trial. <laughs> now, okay, so 24 hours at secure, secure at the sorority houses. There's a task force formed immediately. FBI. Oh. Profilers, the Behavior Analysis Unit. It's Spencer Reed. It's Derek Morgan. It's Hotchner. Only my criminal minds people know what I'm saying. Okay. But no, it's basically all the people from Criminal Minds. There was a manhunt, and this was the most expensive manhunt to oh, date. Gosh. Tips were coming in, but you know this. They were like, we've never handled anything like this. Uh-uh. They were, they just didn't know what to do. So. August 27th, this was two days after Krista was just killed, a bank was robbed at gunpoint. Okay. I know. I know. It just turned yeah. into a bank robber story, too. Okay. Um, and one of the witnesses gave a description of the robber. And as so the description, the description goes out like on the police scanner and one of the cops is passing by a guy who fits this description talking to another guy. They get out, they pursue this guy, and this guy takes off running into the woods, and they lose him. He was, like, real fast. Okay. So they go, but 
they looked for him. They didn't find him, but they found a campsite <gasps> with a bag full of money oh. with the ink all over it. Oh, you know mm-hmm. how they put those little traps in there? It's supposed to explode. Yeah, uh, raised in Arizona. That's where I learned that. That show? Oh. That movie? Mm-mm. Okay. Look, I was getting mad at you for not knowing movies. Yeah, raised in Arizona. They um, were all blue from the exploded money. Yeah, it's blue, and it's supposed to be a good way to catch them. Well, it exploded in the bag and not on him. He left the bag. So they go back out, and they talk to the guy that this guy they were chasing was talking to first. And they said, who is this guy? What's his name? Michael J. Kennedy. Do we recognize that great, strong name? A.K.A. Danny Rollins. Take a break. All right. So... Two days later, it is, I mean, this is such a quick timeline. <coughs> Two days later, uh, the apartment of Tracy Paulus and Manny Taboda, they are roommates, a girl and a boy. Um, Rollins saw Tracy and was loving Tracy. Mm-hmm. And so nothing was going to stop him from getting to her. He sneaks into their sliding door, and he goes into Manny's room first. Mm. Manny is a 6'2", 200-pound football player. Remember on Scream? <gasps> my, my boyfriend's coming over, and he's big, and he plays football, and he'll beat your ass. Do you remember that? It was, it was so. Casey Becker's boyfriend. I think his name was Steven um, that was killed first or he might have been decapitated i can't remember he was slashed maybe at the beginning is the very like first scene of the movie so that's what that reminded me of oh yeah he was a football player he walks in and he stabs manny in the back like twice Uh or three times because his he stabs everybody three times Uh well manny is big and he's a football player and so he's fighting and he tackles and they go back and forth and they fight for a while it takes 32 stab, stabs, stab, stabs to finally kill Manny. Like, that's how hard and long they fought. He fought. It took 32 Gosh. stabs to actually but get wh- him to be was done. Was he expecting him there or no? Uh-huh. Because he later says, I just got rid of him to get to her. To get to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, roommate is. Down the road, like down the hallway, Tracy, and she hears all this commotion. So she's going to go look to see. And then she's going mm. down the hallway. Um, Ghostface is coming out of the hallway. Rawlings is coming out of the hallway, and he sees her. So she runs back in. She closes the door, and she barricades herself with like a bookshelf or something in front of the door. It doesn't stop him because he gets in and breaks down the door. And he later says, she looks at him and says, you're the one, aren't you? And he says, yes. And he attacked her. He did her the same way he did everybody else. Stabbed her three times. Raped everything. Posed her body. He drug her by her feet to the hallway and posed her in the hallway. Because he knew that when people were going to come in, he (sighs) wanted the body to be the first thing that they see. This, this, that, this is giving Coburger vibes. Mm-hmm. 
Well, okay. How many girls, how many people Three, died? Four. Four with one guy. Yes, right? three girls and a guy. Three girls and a guy. Xana was the one with Ethan. They think they were just like, uh, wrong place, wrong time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, or was he trying to create all of these victims that Danny Rollins had? I don't know. And did he and leave did he one alive them? so that the one alive so that she could be the one to discover, like Danny Rollins did? Maybe. Um. April, we have got to go to that (laughs) pre-trial hearing just for one day. It's for a week. Which day are we going? We have to go. Um, The pre-trial? What are they going? What information are they going to give at the pre-trial? I don't know. But if if Brian Enton and Nancy Grace and Chanley Painter are all there, we just have to be there. Uh, I need to hear. I need to hear all the details. I know. I would almost put a li- like seven dollars on. <laughs> I would put seven dollars on the fact that I some so much of the crime scene there probably mimics this crime scene. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Now they say that. Oh, yep, definitely the police. We got a serial killer. Oh, clearly. So tips are coming in. And one name keeps coming up over and over and oh, over. Oh, is it Michael J. Kennel- Kennedy? No. Oh. It is 19-year-old University of Florida freshman Edward Lewis Humphrey. Oh, no. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> what? He was a good student. He was an Eagle Scout. He was dealing with some mental illness. He was diagnosed... Um, at like his last year in high school with manic depressant, he had just been prescribed Ugh. lithium. And lithium? after the, I know, what? he had scars. He's a cute kid, but he had these horrible scars on his face that now he's kind of scary. That probably had a lot to do with his mental depression. Um, and that was from a bad accident. He lived in the apartments across from Tracy and Manny, but was kicked out of the complex for being weird. <laughs> He would threaten people a lot. He spent a lot of time in the woods. He wore camouflage, and he talked about murder a lot. Well, he's too weird. Of course I would suggest he was the murderer, too. He was too weird, and he wasn't easy on the eyes. And don't be ugly and weird. So, of course, course you're the murderer. think he's a serial killer. For sure. I would have thought, too. I would have been for sure. Police began surveillance on him. Okay, good. And it's only August 30th. It started on August 24th. It's August 30th. And there was a 911 call. And it was from the grandmother of Edward Humphrey's home. He had assaulted his grandma. That's rude. Beat her up. She hit her head. He had a black eye. So police arrested him. They're like, oh, we don't even got to really do surveillance anymore. We got him in jail. Yeah. And when they arrested him, the killing stopped. Wow. His his bond was a million dollars for assault. Okay, that's a little. But they were trying to keep him in jail because they thought he was the Gainesville Ripper. For sure, they were so sure. His photo was all over the news, Caroline. People were talking. What he was the Gainesville Ripper. He was sentenced to twenty two months for like the assault and other things, and so he was in jail. And they were building their case, but it just wasn't being put together very well. Do you remember an innocent person going to jail and scream? 
the Cotton Do- Weary. Dewey. Cotton Weary. What did he look like? He was the curly-haired guy, and Gail Weathers was <coughs> wrote a oh, book about yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what inspired the Cotton Weary character in wow. Scream. Um, now the Gainesville Ripper says he is going to be exonerated. He did not do this. Who else says I'm going to be exonerated? Oh, Koberger. <laughs> yep. They all say it. Um, so <clears throat> he's in jail. <clears throat> they think he's a Gainesville Ripper. Oh, I see. Do you Cotton. remember Cotton Weary? Yeah. Yeah. You got to go home and watch the movie now. I actually do. Watch all of them so you can, we can watch the new All one. of them? At least the first one, and then the newest one that came out last year, and then now this one last week. Okay. That's three movies? Yes. Gosh. (laughs) So now it's September 7th, 1990, so it's only like 10 days after some of the murders. And Danny Rawlings, the real Gainesville Ripper, Mm. is arrested in Alcala, Florida for robbery. He's just a thief. And something about him make him makes the police think that he might have something to do with the murders. They surely know that he has something to do with the bank robbery, but they don't know that it's connected yet. So they keep him in jail, and they go and raid his campsites, and they find these tapes. (gasps) So they're listening to these tapes. And on a lot of the tapes, he's singing these country songs that he had written. Because remember, that's how he escaped in childhood is by singing. And he also recorded audio diaries that alluded to clues about the murders. You think? I wonder what's on Brian Koberger's computer. Oh. He's got some audio diaries. Who even knows? What is crazy is that four years will pass. Almost. Okay. Four years will pass and before they can even bring him to trial. Because it took that long, like, to really have opportunity to do DNA because it's 1990 and they don't have a lot of that yet. And they, he's a floater, like he was a drifter. So there yeah. wasn't a lot of evidence that really tied him back to the crime scene. Yeah. So he sent Joe for four years, but you know who else did too? Oh, the well, Humphrey Cotton or Weary. whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I already forgot his name. I already Humphrey's. forgot his name. It's so sad. And he was forgotten about. <laughs> he just said The there? police even forgot about him. Yeah. They were trying to build a gay case against both of them. Well, when they ruled Eric, what the what the hell is his name? I, I got to put like, some respect on his name. I'm going to say Eric Humphreys. Who's that? I don't know, but I feel like it is Humphreys. Edward Humphreys, yes. Oh, good. They took DNA for Edward. Of course, it did not match. So he gets exonerated, or he wouldn't really tried for it, but his gets released. He's 23 years old. He went in at 19 years old. Like his life is. He had to leave the area because everybody. Thought for four years he was a serial killer. And then they did not even have a trial for the Gainesville Ripper because Danny was like, yeah, I did it. And he confessed in detail. And that's why I had all the 
details about the crime because he told us. He pulled a Dahmer. Oh, my gosh. I know, I know, I know, I know. Now. And he knew only certain details that the only the police would know and all that stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, he confessed. It's everything. So they don't have a trial, but they do have a sentencing, right? Okay. And he is sentenced to five death. deaths. <laughs> Death on April 20th, 1994. And he was diagnosed with antisocial. Like psycho syndrome. <laughs> Antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, and paraphilia. What's paraphilia? That is like weird sex shit. Oh. Weird That's sexual. illegal? No, he was <laughs> diagnosed with that. Oh. With paraphilia. paraphilia. So like his cutting the boobs off, biting on the bodies. They think that he was, he never said that he'd screwed them after they were dead, but they think that he probably could have screwed them after oh, they were yeah. dead. So it's just those weird sex weird um, fetishes mm. type things. Mm. Now, when he confessed, he did say that <coughs> his motive was he wanted to be just like Ted Bundy. That was the plan from the beginning. So he went to Florida, just like Ted Bundy did, but he didn't go to Tallahassee, Florida State. He was like, I'm just going to go to Gainesville to Florida University, University of Florida. Mm. And he did it just because he likes to kill people. Nothing about his dad, nothing about his wife, nothing about his mom, except for... That's the reason that one of the girls got the most is that because she looked the most like the yeah. wife. Yeah. So people say it's the wife that triggered it, but it was a bunch oh of other my shit. Gosh. Now remember the murders in Shreveport, the Grissom family. Yes. The the eight year old and the daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Shreveport is like, wait a minute, you know Hold this up. guy. He used to live here, and he lived here at the time of these murders. Why oh. didn't we ever think of him? So they're connecting the dots. <gasps> So they approach him with it. He's like, yeah. Rollins, and he does the Ted Bundy OJ tactic. Oh. If I had done it, I would have done this. And he's writing it, though. Well, at writing least it he out. didn't do the shaggy defense. That's good. And he wrote details about the crimes that only the killer would know. Why do you admit to some and then you're like, hmm. I, didn't do the I know. So, like, it, if you're bragging about those ones, then what? Wouldn't you brag about the other ones that you got away with? I thought the same thing, um, and then I wondered, did he feel because he had a kid? So, did he f- have some guilt about the? Or maybe that's yeah. Once he kid? once he started killing all the women, he was like, oh, this is I'm who I want. This is what I want to be known, remembered for. for yeah. yeah. Um. They never had a trial for the Grissom murders. The Grissom family and Shreveport was like, well, he's already being sentenced to death, so they never extradited him. He's already going to be dead anyways. So he's in prison, and uh, he openly expresses his hatred to women all the time. Somebody's playing Madonna, and he talks about how much he hates Madonna, and he wanted to cut her head off and place it on a bookshelf. (laughs) Poor Madonna. That's when Madonna was good. Madonna, this not good Madonna, she but this she just cool. looked like a yeah. Now she needs like a head the saw, like the saw caricature. <laughs> yeah, that's what she looked like now. <laughs> but she don't deserve to get her head chopped off. No, 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 no. Now, um, he would also often quote scripture from the Bible, and he attended church in jail. Oh, 
Oh, wow. They always become, well, the, apparently Koberger, he's been going to church in jail, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Hmm. He said that they were all evil, and that's why they died. Oh, that okay. They just didn't kill yeah. innocent people, that oh, they were good evil. good for you. Good. Good job. But this is about to get a little crazier. You know, he's in jail, <laughs> and he's national news. He's the Gainesville Ripper. And some girl named Sandra London, she's a freelance journalist. She's nobody. Nobody. She says that Danny reached out to her because she wrote about serial killers a lot. Oh, and um, interesting. He gave her exclusive rights to her story, mm. so she starts visiting him. Which that's not true. She's trying to bitch. Trying to be Anne Rule, and she's not Anne Rule. Mm. She's a wannabe. But she starts visiting him often oh. and often, and they fell in love. Wow! How does that just how does and that happen? They got engaged. Wow, that's great. So uh, did he buy her a ring or what? Yes. Out of jail, a jailhouse ring. <laughs> yes. Jeez, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I guess I need to start writing some murders in jail. I'm not getting engaged. So they got engaged, and the ring. Was she, red of blood. Oh, it wasn't? It was. It was bloody red? It was a diamond in the middle surrounded by four rubies. How does he, where did he get this ring? I don't know. Do they, he probably, somebody's. Sending him money. Came it, like brought it in through their butt or something. Well, he didn't get a ring. He, he didn't get a ring. He had her, got her ring made somehow. Probably just called a jeweler and said, this is how I want it to look. Bitch probably had to pay for her own <laughs> shit. But, and she, when she did interviews, because she was like all about being in the news and trying to become famous. Oh, for him. sure. And she says, this, ru- this ring has deep meaning, and she showed it, and it's the diamond and the four rubies. What do you think that could? Uh, uh, probably the four Girls. College kids that he murdered. The four that girls he posed. With the one male in the middle. So either he's the diamond surrounded by his four girls, or oh Manny is the diamond surrounded by the four girls because that's his only male victim. Either way, it's freaking sick. And <laughs> so he's even more like Ted Bundy because remember Ted Bundy had, I think her name was Carol Durant or something. Yes. He got married and had a kid. And was- she was like, all about yes, but yes, even, and then she not even, finally realized, oh, yeah, good lord. And that's the thing is, is like it. She was like, brainwashed. Mm. She believed he was innocent, mm-hmm. so at least she was in love with the innocent man. This bitch knows what he's did. Like he admitted to it, and she. That's like that's these worse. people who go after these killers. Surely they're like, I'm just doing this for to get recognized. Well, um. I do think that's a lot of motive. It's the motivation behind her. She wanted to be famous. She wanted to make money. This was the second serial killer that she had dated. She dated a guy named Gerald John Schaefer. He, he w- her girls. first serial her first killer serial wasn't killer. big enough, so she had to go for another one. <laughs> well, he cut her off. <laughs> they oh. dated for like a, they dated a little bit in high school. He became a serial oh killer. Gosh. She found out he became a serial killer. So then she started writing him when he was on death row. Oh, good job. And visiting him. And then they agreed to write a book together about his murders. And Mm. I think it's in Ends Up Happening. Or Ends Up 
part of it gets published or it gets leaked or something, but the book doesn't do, doesn't do anything. She's trying to get rich off of it, but there's this law called the Son of Sam law, oh, David Berkowitz, yeah. where basically these people can't, like, um, Danny can't um, get paid yeah. off of that. It goes to the victim's family. Yeah. So as, if there is a book written, it'll go. So then it makes me think about Anne Rule. I know she made money off her books. Yeah, I don't... I How think, does it separate? I think that you... It's based on your sentencing. So it has to do with him being sentenced, and, and he can't go and provide de- information to journalists, and then they go write a book and make money off of it, and he won't get money off of it. But that has to do with restitution? Is that what it is? I don't know. Because, like, if Murdaugh is, he's guilty, he's in jail, and then it's based on his sentence, like, he won't be able to make money from his story. So he can talk about it, but he can't go and write it. Like, I think it's... But it'll go to the victim's family. I think that... Oh, you know why Ann Rule did it? Because it's her... Yeah, it's her... Her experience of the... Of the story, and then the facts that were already out there. Yeah, so she, she is going good. and doing research, but it's not, like, anything that's going to Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Like, if Ted Bundy's like, oh, I want some money. I need, this is my story, I'm telling you, you exclusively. She, It was her story, and she was just going to him for info, right? Yeah, so. yeah, okay, okay. Um. Well, so this made her pissed, and they do end up writing a book, um, but it wasn't very good, and... Um, Clearly, because I've never even heard of this lady. So I do have one thing to play for you, and I saved it for the end because um, so good. I wanted to introduce this bitch first. So when he was sentenced to death, mm-hmm. the Lord, the judge always gives them opportunity to address the court. Rules say I have to give Mr. Rowling an opportunity to have a say. You have anything you want to say, Mr. Rowling? Well, sir. Please the court. Could I address the court? Sure. Say whatever you want to say. Thank you. I recall the day I first saw you. I reached out to say I love you. But it was hard to say I couldn't touch you. So tell me, baby, what were my words? All my tears run together. Down the path that you used to follow. Mr. Rollins. Tell me, baby, what were my words? All my tears run together. What were my words? All my tears run together, baby. Just like rain. No, sir. No, sir. Sir, sir. Mr. Rowling, sir. And he just kept on, y'all, you can find this video on YouTube. He gets up with a smirk on his face. He turns to his Chandra. It looks, she is, I think she was a a male. She's born a male. Her name was Sean, probably. And And I think she transitioned before it was mainstream to do so <laughs> she was the first and she is uh, she 
got she, yeah she, she definitely has a penis he was making eye contact with her serenading her and she's just smiling, smiling clenching like her, her penis got so hard i heard it. i saw it <laughs> i heard it i even heard it get hard it was disgusting <laughs> so it was disgusting do we hate her yet she's real bad she's so bad <laughs> she's oh my gosh she's She's Sherry Peppini. She's so thirsty. <laughs> so she just needed to pay for her like surgeries, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. Or keep her medicine going or something. <laughs> oh. So on October twenty fifth, two thousand six, he died by the lethal injection. Ooh. And you know I have to wrap it up in a little bow. <laughs> Last meal was a oh. lobster tail with butter sauce. Butterfly shrimp mm. with cocktail sauce, strawberry cheesecake, and sweet tea. Listen, he deserves like cat or something. <laughs> like, hamburger helper. Don't give this guy anything like that. Hamburger helper without the hamburger. <laughs> the lowest of the low. The lowest. With potted meat. I want it. you to go down the street and I want you to get that cat that they cooked up. And that's yes. what you deserve. Dr- and or raw, pour like toilet raw water meat. in his cup. Yes. Yes, and yeah, you're in. His last words, he sang again. Oh, gosh. A gospel hymn. Oh, of course. (laughs) And before he died, he left in his cell a written confession to the Grissom murders. So they got to attach that to his name officially. And... I you gotta love Gainesville. What I don't I don't know if Tallahassee's done this for the Delta Chi girls that were stabbed. Was that mm-hmm. what it was? Somebody uh, was Delta Chi, Chi Delta, Chi Omega, Chi Omega, Chi Omega. Um, they still have, and this is what thirty something years later, more. <coughs> mm-hmm. I don't know math. Mm-hmm. Plaques, scholarships in their names, murals that get repainted like. Yearly crosses. They planted palm trees in honor of them with white ribbon wrapped around them with their names on there. And University of Florida campus actually maintains all this still. They have like a club on the campus that their As job is should. responsible As for. It. So I kind of hope Idaho does something. Well, like they're this. talking about doing that because they're going to demolish. When they demolish house, which drink, drink, I don't drink. think they should demolish it before the trial, because you just never know. You just need yeah. to wait. Yeah, I know. And and they haven't said when they're going to demolish it or whatever. They just there are plans to demolish it. But I was listening to Nancy Grace, and they were just telling me that they don't need to demolish it. And Joe Scott Morgan said the same thing. Well, and just like the Myrtle, they went and did a tour. Yes, and just like at. Uh, Florida, Nicholas Nicholas Cruz, they went and visited the school, Uh and you never know, just let it, just, uh, apparently, I mean, they boarded it up. Wait till I drive by it at least once, too. I need to go. When we go to the pretrial hearing, of course, we've got to. We have got to go. I wish I went I'm going to start selling plasma (laughs) and take pictures of my leg or foot or, like, just a limb Mm -hmm. and be like, only limbs, and... (laughs) I might just go back and start doing some Uber drives tonight. Let's do it. I'll deliver food, and I'm going to put all that money. And we are going to go for, like, we got to go for, like, two days. Two days. I wish Idaho was a little bit cooler, but that'll make it all worth it. I know. We have. 
we we have to make a pact. No, pinky no, promise. No, no. Pinky, pinky swear. Because I cannot be going by myself. No, you can't. I can't. I literally can't. I'm going to have to have so much drugs and Adderall <laughs> to focus on this, to be sitting in a court all day. But I want to do it. That is the end of the I Gainesville Ripper. Love it. That was so great. Can we talk about, we had Brian Koberger. <sighs> did we drink? And then Ted Bundy. <gasps> drink. That was a connection. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was there anybody else that really just stood out? Richard Ramirez, because he ate the apple. Levi, because of his childhood. Levi King, daddy, very abusive daddy, <clears throat> killing animals. So many of our stories. So many. Dahmer. But mostly it's Koberger, to me. Like, yeah. he wanted to be like, he wanted to be like Bundy, so of course it's close to Bundy, but I think Brian Koberger. Wants to be like Danny Rowling. Yes. I mean, there's so many similarities. Yeah. Yep, oh yep, yep. Gosh. Okay. That is Great it, story. I'm dead thinking about it because it was crazy and wild and wow. Go I hate watch that guy. I'm so glad he's dead. And I hope that Brian Koberger gets firing squad, death by firing squad. Or is he going to get off like Cotton Weary because he's... <gasps> Or like Edward Hump. Well, you know what's funny? There's all there's so much drama going on with this case. Like, there's so much like the attorneys are all arguing and the judge and this and there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. But you know what? We're gonna see it firsthand when we go to the pretrial hearing. We won't be there. I don't know the difference between pretrial hearing or preliminary hearing. How do you so know I've, you watch trials all the time? I know, but I don't know. I gotta look up. I gotta figure out the difference because I keep calling them either one. Like I'm like pretrial, preliminary. Pre-trial so that would is, be a good one to go to. This preliminary hearing, I think they talk about basically what was in the probable cause. There could be a witness. There could not be. I guess it's, but it's like a whole week. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll tell, tell you. Us, lawyers, we'll listeners. tell you when we go. That is it. If you loved this episode, send it to some of your friends and go give us a review. And that is it. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. Beat the train. train. Beat the train. (laughs) No, sir. No, sir. 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 This has been a Rogue Media Network. Production.